Uh, Matt's not finished his feature. <laughs> and he's first. He's just, he's, he's just downloading some feature-critical files. Also, Steve's not here, but Matt turned up and went, oh, isn't it really nice here when we don't have to worry because Steve's not here writing his feature at the last minute? <laughs> Matt! <laughs> it's great cutting him off when he can't reply. <laughs> <laughs> and he said it with a really savage glint in his voice as well. It was like, ooh. Savage Why, glint. I can be myself. I hope Steve never comes back from Ecuador, said Matt. That's a real thing. <laughs> Steve's actually in Ecuador right now. Oh, I thought you meant what Matt said. <laughs> yeah. uh, is anyone here for the first time? What Not enough. We, we got a screamer. Yeah. What, what are you expecting to happen? God knows. God knows. Um, well, it's a very atheist show. We, so we, we had a run through of this, uh, and it went differently. But then yep. we, we were like, we're not allowed to repeat that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we actually met in the, not forever, like, as in we met when we were at Future Publishing, but today <laughs> we met at Sainsbury's. We all met in the beer aisle because we buy our own beer now to drink on stage. <laughs> which you may realize like, I've, I've been doing that for a, since the beginning because yeah. I drink. Oh, <laughs> we finally Loads. worked out that the theatre and the pub are two different companies. I'm like, fuck you yeah, downstairs. Still, are we techni- Are we allowed to do that? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> Some man says no. Are we allowed to smoke? Are we allowed to do that theatre exemption for smoking as well? Yeah. Yay! <laughs> but it costs. No. It you costs- all have to get on stage. Then we can all have a fag together. <laughs> 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 like, what's this just like a like an airport waiting room with a glass yeah, screen <laughs> everyone's up here and no one's there loophole <laughs> Matt I feel like we're getting to the end he's gone by the, he's by actually the way not there. he's actually not there I feel is like we're getting feature? we're getting to the end of how much that I can uh, fill this oh that's not Matt <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody different welcome um, has anyone seen that Paddington 2 because <laughs> I tell you something some of it was filmed Right, round there. there. Yeah. While yeah. a regular feature was being recorded. You That's missed right. it, you fucking chumps. Yeah. <laughs> and some of the cast and crew were in the pub downstairs, but the beer didn't turn up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking diva. Yeah. We didn't. Uh, I wish we'd rehearse more of the beer aisle stuff, because <laughs> it would have been great right now. Should we do the naughty bit? He's back. Oh, oh. kind of. Oh. Hey! hey. Testing the very limits right. of our ability to talk to each yeah. other there, Matt. <laughs> that like... took so long that we could have arranged like another thing where you popped out as a surprise. You know where like you, you've done that thing and you, you think, well, I'm so late now, it doesn't matter. I just thought I'd go for a piss. <laughs> I was like, I can't need a piss, might as well have one. Right. Um, You're so late, these fucking 65 people well, you guys in front of you who paid Character assassinating me against Steve. <laughs> when I couldn't defend myself. Yeah, we dobbed you in. Dobbed good, good and proper. <laughs> dobbed me in. It was a mild... Oh, you boys are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you... That was a confession. Steve, did you hear that? He confessed to saying it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke amongst friends, not for these people. <laughs> what do you mean, these people? <laughs> these did... people, you heard me. You, you, <laughs> you Is did... everyone having a nice time? <laughs> you did send a sound clip of me calling you a dickhead to our group, which he took as an insult to him. I know! <laughs> and that was an accident, because I didn't see his messages about how he was having a lovely time on holiday with his boyfriend. And I, just, <laughs> just I copied and pasted all... it in, and then was like, oh, it looks like I'm responding by being, ah, you dickhead! <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, that was mainly for you, Joe. But also, mm. the funny thing is, you're getting the blame for that. It was him saying it. <laughs> no, Joe's saying it. I thought he yeah, might want it as a tell. ringtone or something. So it was a gift. 
It was a gift. kind gift. I really need to check up on our WhatsApp more than I might get these jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and if we made it a Patreon reward. <laughs> oh, no, that'd be, that'd be insane. Right, okay. <laughs> Who would like a feature? Yeah. Put one on me. All right, I will. In one minute. <laughs> You're not going off again, are you? Absolutely. (laughs) I think it's all part of it. It's all part of the theatre of the Lees. I don't think it is, and that's the sad part. (laughs) (laughs) The theatre of the Lees is just one big sham. Doesn't exist. Look, right? I don't know if anyone has been... like. Has anyone seen the news? (laughs) (laughs) I've I've got it. All right, Jack D. (laughs) What about it? What about that news? Seriously. It's sad, isn't it? Has anyone noticed that? Goings look. on, eh? <laughs> Someone went, huh? Anyway, look, look. I've Cayman Islands, more like, hey man, how about you pay some taxes, Islands? Eh? Look. <laughs> look, right. Hey. L- look, right. La- don't la- laugh, but don't boo either, right? Yeah, like, let's, let's meet some of them. Look, lately on the list of people who seem to be decided they don't actually want to be a part of the institutions of this country is the Queen, is, which was a surprise, I thought, to me. But look, basically, I'm really annoyed with the Queen. And I'm, I'm, I've been doing everything I can to, to get my revenge. This sounds like a street <laughs> song. <laughs> <laughs> really annoyed with side, I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite mad with my country. Uh, but it's, I mean, well, like, that's another feature. <laughs> it's street songs. He's back. <laughs> we can make Is a he? mint. He never get left, on, baby. Get him on. He's, not, he's probably not going to do that. But yeah, no, I, I'm just, I was quite surprised. It's like... I kind of thought to myself that this sort of the fact that because basically for those who don't know she's been siphoning off money to um, offshore accounts and not paying taxes on money and investing in really shitty kind of like scalping Bright House which is a, com- a company that basically scalps people for being like hey do you want a television wicked you can have it for five pounds a month forever mate Wales have known for ages that the Queen's a fucking twat <laughs> like <laughs> yeah I mean this, this is Ooh, the- <laughs> Speaking as an Englishman, oh, I don't don't like this kind of chat at all. You're not going to like this. You're not going to like this. Look, we live in a country that is dreary as shit. But I honestly thought that 42 million a year would be enough to just keep you on side, especially because of the fact that the key thing of this. I was thinking about this a lot. It's not just 42 million quid. It's it's fucking personalised money. All of the money has her face on it. And she invents all the serial numbers as well. Some of the serial numbers don't exist because she doesn't want them. And now she decides that she doesn't want English money. It's fucking... Look, scientifically, basically, I've worked out that she's an arsehole. Because think about this, right? I want, I want a, sh- a show of hands here, and I can only see about two people because lights. But would you rather have £15 or... And put your hand up if you'd rather have the second one, just for clarity here. Or would you rather have £10 that has your face on it and is 100% legal tender? Yeah, come on, you'd rather have a tenor with your face on it. That's that was definitely less than half. You fucked oh, it there, Matt. Hang on, <laughs> hang on. But would it be just that one note that had your face on it that was legal tender, or would it be all the notes in Britain? Oh, that's, that's a different question. So you pay question, a fiver Rob. for all the notes in Britain to have your face on it. <laughs> that's a better deal. Look, anyway, that doesn't matter. Stretch goal! Because it, <laughs> it turns out, anyway, that, that none of that mattered, because... Um, it, unfortunately, it turns out that money in the Cayman Islands also has her face on it. I did some Googling and it has her face on it as well, which torpedoes that point entirely. But it seemed ill-advised to remove an element of audience interaction from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, 
just got, there's got to be a way to turn this into I came on the Queen's face. Mm. It's got to be there somewhere. I think you just found it. Sorry. Can I throw you two? Can, I, <laughs> can, can you I work that joke? I mean, that was good. Yeah. I was just going to ask, was the bit where you weren't on stage when you were Googling the Queen's money face? <laughs> no, that would, have been, that would have been quite late in the day. Um, no, but basically I, I've decided that She's still an arsehole despite this because Cayman Money, or Caymani Money as they call it in the financial <laughs> industries, it has an image of her on it, but looking much younger, looking very nice. And is it acceptable for an older woman to happily remind herself of her youthful looks in the same way that a younger woman or a man might feel free to enjoy their own appearance? To look at themselves with joy, without cynicism, and to openly appreciate their own glimmers of beauty, evading the horrid trap of feeling the requirement to also catalogue any and all flaws? This feels like a trap. Is it truly acceptable for a person to unironically embrace the joy of the moments when they feel like they look fantastic? Well, yes. Unfortunately, that's really good, and everyone should do it. <coughs> so, I thought this is choose I'd, I'd your adventure. <laughs> so it's, it's 100% fine that the Queen wanted to shift a large chunk of her old Queen money into a currency that more pleasingly reflects what she looks like. So she's, she's fine. <laughs> this isn't really panning out. How I'd... Anyway, she's bad. She's an arsehole. Case closed. Sorry if you're a royalist. That's the end of that sentence. Oh. Anyway, what can I do about this, right? What can we do about this? Just a nice Let's ring lady. her up. Stop, stop bullying, <laughs> bullying nice See, old Her number's still 999. <laughs> Look, I figure we're going to do the only smart, grown-up, sensible thing that we can do in any situation. Vote with our wallets. So what I've done... I've sold Steve to the Maximum Fun Podcast Network. <laughs> He's been deemed likable and funny and strong enough to survive the process of... They'll take anyone, of no, the McElroy chamber. He's going to be turned into another McElroy so they can have another podcast. Is it a How running joke McElroy? that we're having a go at McElroys? <laughs> we're not having a go at them. There's just a lot of so them. So many McElroys. There's just a lot of them, and that's fine. Um, so it's sad that we've sold news, but also I've made half a million dollars, and I've invested it into British companies... And I'm going to then invest it into, into anti-queen companies. But I've made um, half a million with Kentish strawberry scotch egg pies. A meaty treat with a fruity twang. <laughs> Fully embedded with a power of eggs. Don't worry, the eggs are grown and picked on British soil. Lovingly assembled by British machines. Um, it's obviously an on-demand tech startup based in San Fran. But we have also made a crippling loss on the company. But we did just receive another 7 billion in VC. So... For reasons I don't entirely understand, we've made an absolute fortune and I've invested it into a number of anti-monarchy startups because I think that the Queen can do whatever she likes with her money, but I can do whatever I like with my money too. And Liz, I'm coming for you, not literally. Is, is, um, does anyone know if... Um, what's the word? She's here. Treason. Does anyone know if treason is still a thing? Yeah. You can do it on the Queen's docks, can't you? Is it treason on the Queen's docks? Arson on the Queen's docks. Is that, what, what, what is going there's some, on? There's something you can do on the Queen's docks that gets you killed. I don't think we're allowed to do arson in this venue, though. You're allowed to smoke on the stage, but I think it, it stops there. It costs £80 pounds to use the piano. <laughs> That's well, real. I'm furious about it. Can you do treason on We got told before the show that it's not real. Gav's made up the £80 cost for a piano. Cost a tenner, but <laughs> £80, is, £80 is slightly funnier. <laughs> Well, we haven't got a piano, so we can't do treason on a piano. I'd like to do treason on the piano. Anyway, I've got some. I've basically spent all of the money on some some shares and companies for you guys. So uh, here we go. These barabons. That's what they're stealing in Die Hard. Is that them? It's, it's really similar. Yeah. <laughs> do you want Do you want me to read this? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could just appreciate do, it. Do so I like. Yeah, no, you just read it to yourself. Enjoy it. <laughs> 
So is this what I've won? I've won 20,000 shares in the Corgi Dissolution Network. And that's a tech startup based in Dolson that literally dissolves corgis. Yeah, it does. I mean, they're currently doing it with acid, but they are looking into more streamlined solutions, which is, which is great. Well, Joe, what have you got some shares in? I've got a paltry 50 shares in SWBO Swan Box, <laughs> a bespoke on-demand service that traps swans in boxes. Yeah, that's great, because they're biodegradable as well. Someone just you use the app, someone will come swans? around. But, I mean, both. The box is like Uber for swans. You press a button, a man will turn up and put a swan in a box. I do like watching my Uber driver biodegrade. <laughs> slowly melt over the course of a I mean, five-minute trip from Dalston to Finsbury we're Park. We're all biodegrading slowly, if you think about it, aren't we? That's fun. a fun thought, isn't it? <laughs> I've got 270,000 shares in SWBB, Swan Beak Blaster. Swan be gone. A bespoke on-demand animal de- demolition app. Blast those beaks, but also their wings, their little legs, their feathers, and their evil beady eyes. Yeah, so I'm it's basically, it. I mean, basically it's dynamite. It's rebranded dynamite. Um, you know, you rebrand something for a new market. Artisanal. And it's, it's basically dynamite for people who want swans to be destroyed. Which feels a bit cruel, I have to say. Um, but, you know, the only way you can really get to the Queen these days is through her swans, which are legally protected by the Queen. It's... Um, it's not fair that they should be brought into this conflict, but uh, when you know the elites do live above us, you have to go for the swans. And I've got five hundred thousand <laughs> shares in SWF Swan Fucker Eight Thousand. Mm. Uh, this is disrupting the pond and canal ecosystem with a harsh pivot from tech into automatic weaponry. Yeah, it's just guns. Um, <laughs> it's just guns for shooting swans, not exclusively, to be honest. But I think that's going to be a lot of money for us. And then finally, I think we've got. Um, We've got, obviously, 5,000 shares in Vlippers, which is an artisanal millennial vlogging platform dedicated to telling the Queen she wears shit hats. Um, and that's been great. And then finally, yeah, what you got, Joe? I've got 10,000 shares in Amazon Elisa Alexa. Elisa ah, Alexa. Elisa Alexa. Uh, yeah. the, El- the premium voice-activated robo-queen. Yeah, so it's basically Alexa, but it's the Queen, and it answers Queen-related uh, questions. So Just got- Queen. The Queen. The band? No, the Queen, the Queen. Joe. No, but any Queen. I didn't know if it was just Queen. Fuck Look, off. it's like... <laughs> oh. So you could be like, Eliza Alexa, how many corgis have you had in your lifetime? Throughout the duration of one's life, one has owned over 30 corgi dogs. It's fantastic, isn't it? And other question, like, um, on what date did you murder Princess Diana? One doesn't have... Any idea what you're talking about? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> it's, it's great. They put in a bit of humour. You've got to have that with the um, with these sort of voice activated. Uh, you've got to have a wink, of... wink. <laughs> <laughs> Did you put a little Easter egg in there? Was, and was that your hidden track on Nevermind? And it's great. I mean, like, can we get, can we get a... Um, it's, it's still in early beta, so it's not 100% functioning. It doesn't answer all questions correctly. But can we get a question from the audience? Anyone got a question they'd like to ask? Anybody? <laughs> That's not a question. <laughs> is it a question, the question? Is it true? Is it not true that Princess Diana died when Dodie tickled the driver? While his One does not, not feel beholden to respond to the whims and queries of peasants and proles. That's working fine. Um, <laughs> and that's it. Um, yeah, like, th- th- without wanting to say fuck the Queen because it might be treasonous, this week it is a bit like, oh, come on, a, bit, a little bit like, oh, fuck, fuck the Queen. You can well, say in Welsh. It's all right if you whisper it, isn't it? She's fucking good I used to have a badge that said, 
Tustin a queen, which is arsehole to the queen. So there we so, are. That's how we get Ga- it. I got Gav to do my... I tricked Gav into a trap, and he did treason for me. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that, Gav. Again. You're, you're like good. It's double treason, because you're not even speaking English. <laughs> Am I the only person that thinks she's fucking good for tourism, and she's just a nice old lady, and can you stop bullying a vulgar I'm not, old lady? I'm not... I mean, she's... No, <sighs> Log. Log, no. I'm sorry. I've gone... I've gone, so... I've gone level 32 Republican now. What? And I've, I've unlocked <laughs> wings, and I'm furious... <laughs> No. And you have to leave. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not going to stick at this. I want. I love a queen. I'm going to kiss her. I'm going to fucking. You're not going to grab her little queen. jowls. I'm going to fold the jowls into a bow, and I'm going to fucking stick my tongue up her nostrils because I love her so much. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to. I'm going to get the queen to come out. I'm going to keep killing swans until her fury glands pop like fiery balloons. I am not. And she's going to have to leave her nest and come out into the wild. And at that point, when enough swans and enough hive signals from the swans have been set back to the mothership, she's going to have to come out, and we're going to get her in a trap once and for all. And Blast her into space. And if you've got a problem with that log, then I, you've, I've got a problem with you. I've got a problem with this. I've got a problem with that. I want to get on her back and ride her around using her wrist, wrists to well, You want to do that her. to everybody, so I don't, I don't see how that's got anything to do with anything. No, I want everyone else to ride me. The Queen is the one person in this world I want to fucking ride around. That's that is a distinction. Not true. I'm not listening to this. Fuck you! <laughs> Christ. Fuck you. <laughs> Matt just dropped his phone in fright. Uh, are, all, are all the people here for the first time having a great time? <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad as an angry swan. I, I would like to point out. I should have got swan myself. I'd like to say I understand Log's position, but I've seen him. I've seen him. I've seen him ride people around that weren't the queen. Yeah, and as such, I can't get down with his vision. I had a genuine real moment just now where I looked down at two beers and went, "That's not enough." <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone does, oh, go oh to yeah. the no! Every I, I, I really, time, I really like Sierra Nevada. I'm just is this thing, your right? bird story that you just ask someone to get a pint for you? This might be a thing now. Oh, this is absolutely weird. ridiculous. This is like um, mild is Log coming piss. back. Yeah, because Log is meant to be two. next, to be fair. <laughs> Log's not coming back. I've they done said... the beat a bit. I don't know how to do the bird story bit. I don't uh, care if he's coming back. Try doing not. the bird story. As far as I'm concerned, I'm it's not royalist scum. Do it, because imagine how upset. Oh, yeah, would do it. Be. Do it. Do it. He's already upset with us. No, he's not. He's upset with you. You do it. You've upset him. Oh, well, that doesn't make any sense. What if we do it? You like, made Steve upset with they'll me. They'll cancel each other out. No, that's exactly not how making people. He's all right. Upset Log's ready now. I can see him. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, okay, wait. Log needs help, and I, th- I think he's shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> he does do that when he's angry. Remember Sierra Nevada. Pint. I'll do the bird story for you downstairs if you get me a Sierra Nevada. How about that? (laughs) Don't mention it. He's very vulnerable right now. This is his anger suit. (laughs) Listen, mate, I wasn't really, I'm not really that angry about the royal stuff. There's no, you don't have to. I'm not. It's a, It's just. It's tenuous. I'm it not really matter. mad. I'm here now. We might, might as well make the most of it. I'm here now. I'm no longer worried about uh, the friends and girlfriend that I brought here for the first time this evening. I'm more worried about the two ladies I walk. I saw walk in who definitely didn't know what this show was <laughs> when when they bought their tickets <laughs> and now they do. <laughs> what this show this. is is generally me buying a prop to distract you. <laughs> 
from treason gingerbread the quality of my content. Yeah, I guess for those at home, like um, good title. It's kind of <laughs> like Log has come back dressed as a um, a candy gimp. <laughs> I think you're supposed to be a gingerbread man, but it looks definitely more sex than baking. <laughs> Is there actually a difference? Yes, it makes you think. <laughs> when you got that on you, there's very little difference. I'm, I'm pu- when you got that on you, for the mic, for the, for the benefit of the microphone, the listener at home, I do have a. I'm dressed as a ginger man, and I do have a, a lovely, a lovely penis drawn on me. It's, Why is it that the only time people to, who do not know anything about the podcast come in, like you're doing Dragon Ball Z spunk battles, or you come out with a gimp with a dick drawn on you? Have I done a Dragon Z Ball Z spunk battle? Yes, it was at the Camden Podcast Festival, and there were quite a few people in the room who just come on and had no idea what it was, and oh, quite a few people left. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> not you guys, then. Anyway, Please? I'm supposed to be in character now. I wasn't expecting to have to deal with this. But basically, I am. Do the voice log. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cruella de Spook. You might remember me from last week's podcast. I did the um, the Halloween special. I was the host, at least for the first uh, two minutes before <laughs> I stopped doing the voice. <laughs> Because, uh, let's face it. Why why have you got the voice of the guy from the the fucking dead bird in Monty Python? (laughs) (laughs) But you look like that fucking dude from 8mm or Nicolas Cage machine. (laughs) The one one who kills all the girls in the snuff films. (laughs) What machine did next? It reminded me of something. It's, It's very snuff film, yeah. Well, you know that's Frank Sabotka from like season two you, of The Wire. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, when you were listening to the podcast last week, I do sound fucking Monty Python, yes, don't you I? Really <laughs> Change that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Um, so, so when you were listening to the podcast <laughs> last week, when when you were listening last week. You may have pictured something else. I don't know, maybe a, a severed head or, God knows, a, 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 a fucking Dracula or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not who I am. I am a bloody gingerbread man. And you might ask, why? And I will say you unto you this. Um, if there's one thing that costume shops are, it's very season specific <laughs> <laughs> and fair play to them fair play to them <laughs> they, they you, got you, you by the ball there's, there's, there's a couple of days when you can get discounts stuff then it's gone it's it's uh, in, uh, so um, gingerbread yeah. <laughs> but but that's no reason oh god you're a little bit gingerbread bane I think that's the sort of the vibe I'm getting with it. Do you need a glass of wine, Lock? I need <laughs> my fucking... I need my fucking phone. Who's nicked my phone? That's the scariest thing of all, having your phone nicked. Oh, God. Oh. Oh. To be fair, it probably is your jeans. This is what machine does in 8mm. <laughs> <laughs> just, just because I am a gingerbread man does not mean I am not the spookiest goddamn piece of shit on the planet. <laughs> Did you cut a hole so you could have a wee out of there? I can piss through my drawing of a cock, thank you very much. 
the worst thing is he where's can. The, where's the jack? The what? The Jack O'Lantern, no, the three millimeter jack for the phone. This looks hard. <laughs> oh, God. The costume stops my fingers working on my phone. All right. I'm going to have to buy. <laughs> Log, you're going to have to reveal what your password swipe, is. Swipe screen to unlock. There we go. Where are we going? Custom, cu- custom soundboard, please. Bottom. Okay. Here we go. So, we're going to play a game of spooky roulette in which I will prove to you that a gingerbread man can chill your knockers right off. Let's, let's have a go. Spin the wheel. <laughs> Ooh, fuck you know. It's, <laughs> it's the sound effects I used in last week's podcast. What could be more scary than creative stagnation? <laughs> and how scary for you, the readers to think that I would hold you in such low regard that I thought you could be tricked with the addition of a stolen song off the internet with the lyrics spooky scary skeleton sends shivers down your spine (laughs) it's a good song it generally is (laughs) I'm into it truly my disrespect for you is a bone chiller that we will take to the grave next spin the wheel oh that one that one Oh, it's the sound of the dentist's drill. Now, I'm not scared of the dentist because I am a gingerbread man. But I imagine you would be scared because you are human beings. Here are the five spookiest thing a dentist could say just before drilling your mouth out. (laughs) One, I am a frivolous dentist with a whimsical attitude towards patient care. Two... Nurse, can you explain to me once again the rudiments of the human head? <laughs> Three. Oh, I've had it up to here with teeth. If I see another tooth this week, I'm going to turn around and fart on it. Four. Oh, no. I accidentally, I accidentally put all of the anaesthetic into the bit of my brain that knows when to stop drilling. <laughs> oh. Sorry if I'm a bit wobbly today. It's bring your dog to work day and Bessie's got a real wide on for my shin bone. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's buzzing. Stop, Stop it. Done. Uh, yeah, that's very that was, long. That was intense. Now, the <laughs> final one of roulette. I was going to give it to Gav, but fuck, just press the middle it's one. It's far away. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I love you. You should not be in this. uh, Sorry, Carol. You should not be letting near sound software. (laughs) Hardly. Why did we show him how to do soundboards? (laughs) (laughs) Why? What's wrong with it? What's wrong? Everything you make is an instant horoscope. Sleigh bells. It wasn't. Dog saying I love you. And now I'm not going to enjoy Christmas. <laughs> well, actually, it is actually terrifying because in this this sound clip, 
a dog has actually learned to speak the language of humans and is using his new power to ridicule our emotions. The dog's mockery of their most cherished human phrase, I love you, has even amused a nearby group of children who know nothing of heartbreak and are simply laughing at a talking dog, which means you're neither loved nor understood. (laughs) It's horrifying! (laughs) I don't know what's real anymore. (laughs) You just know you're going to die alone with a dog growling I love you while he he chews the meat off your arse. And the children, who by this stage have gone from innocent kids to fucking morbid teenagers, are just going to laugh at the horror. It's just endless. Anyway. It's time now (laughs) for me to tell you the story of my gingerbread life (laughs) and how I got my lovely drawn-on dick, (laughs) which I'm standing up and gesturing at for the benefit of the readers at home. Gav, are you all right? Yeah. You don't look all right. I think I just saw my girlfriend walk back without a pint for me, so that's not a good... Uh, <laughs> that's not a good sign, is it? It was Cardi. Okay. How long have I... Oh, I've been going... It feels like I've been going for like 10 fucking Sorry. minutes I'll, right now. I'll point this. You're good, man. You're good. Thank you. All right, carry on. That will find out that's the show! That's... It's carefully rehearsed! <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can drink wine through the gauze of my... Oh, no. it, might, it might filter out some of the toxins. We're not allowed to play the piano. We're not allowed to 250 mil, which is the government large. You've overfilled that. It's government large. That's too much. That's too much. Oh, God, it fucking tastes bad. <laughs> well, it tastes of gingerbread. That's weird, idiot. isn't it? <laughs> oh, oh. That's fucking I'm, buzzing. I'm drinking through an eye hole. One sec. This fucking party is lit. <laughs> That's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is great. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I didn't realise it was an option to take the hat off. The thing was. Anyway, so. Anyway. <laughs> I told him as I saw him today, I was like, man, you look fantastic because you have lost a bit of weight. And then. I went to the toilet, came back, and you were in a fucking mess. And asked, <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh wait, no, that's a, that's a spoiler." Like, <laughs> you fucking lose a tiny bit of weight, yeah, and then you jump. Straight and I got into my body hole. confidence back, <laughs> prancing around in a onesie. <laughs> Good luck, to you boy. I still repel myself. It's all right. Anyway, as you, oh shush, I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. I like it. It's a look. I clearly have no shame or dignity. It's fine. I was born in a bakery like all gingerbread men. But while my gingerbread brothers and sisters were happy to cavort and gamble on the innocent field of greaseproof paper, I knew that I was different. I wanted a big dick drawn on my body so that I could mime doing sex. I'd tried miming sex without a drawn-on cock, and everyone just thought I was doing an enthusiastic dance. I even tried saying sexy phrases like, ooh, you like that, don't you? And my gingerbread brother said, yes, we like your dancing. You're already getting a reputation as the gingerbread man who loves to dance. But that's not the reputation I wanted. I wanted people to say, watch out for that guy. He'll mind bumming you while you tie your shoelace. (laughs) (laughs) Or, don't go into that restaurant. There's a gingerbread man who bangs a drawing of a dick against your hip. Wait, are you the waiter? 
I even tried saying something unambiguously sexual, referring to an actual cock. You like that cock, don't you? And is there anyone in this hospice who wants to jam a finger down any my deep, deep dick hole? I misread that. But I found that when you say things like that, people will immediately glance to your crotch. And if you don't have a drawing of a dick there, they'll say something cruel like, Oh yeah, you and who's gingerbread dick? One day at a rap party, I met the Toffee Wizard. I'm the Toffee Wizard, and I've got wishes coming out of everywhere. Who wants a wish? Because I'm giving the fuckers out like fuck knows what. Ooh, me, give me a wish. I want a wish. Oh, make your wish, my little gingerbread friend. I want there to be a drawing of a cock on me so that I can walk into Marks and Spencer's at Christmas and hold a turkey over my dick, creating the impression that I am having sex with it, much to my own amusement. You have made a selfish wish. (laughs) As a punishment, I will give all your brothers and sisters drawings of dicks on their crotches, and you will remain sans winkle. Let that be a lesson to you all. And so I went back to the greaseproof paper meadow where my brothers and sisters were wailing in dismay at their new and completely unwanted dicks. <laughs> what mother will buy us for their children now? The boys wailed. We are going to get eaten by hen parties or the children of mothers who have no sense of propriety. <laughs> the girls wailed too because someone had already accused them of making transphobic jokes and they really weren't transphobic. I've tried to... Cons- <laughs> I tried to... Cons- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I tried to console myself by having sex with the air around me. Oh, this is no time for your wonderfully naive dancing, my siblings screamed. <laughs> although, you are, although you are very kind for trying to cheer us up. In my chagrin, I went to visit the candy cleric, who I'd heard could also do magic. I am the candy cleric. I specialize in healing spells and the granting of wishes. Seriously, I'm prego with really big wishes. I can barely fart without a wish flying out and making some lucky child's dream come true. Oh, maybe you can help me. I just got totally effed over by the toffee wizard. I wanted to draw him a dick on me, but he gave dicks to my brothers and sisters instead, like some kind of fucking arsehole. Actually, the toffee wizard is my mate, so you've really started this off on the wrong foot, mate. (laughs) Oh, fuck off. I just want a drawing of a dick on me so I can pretend to bum the person in front of me in a queue while giving thumbs up to the person behind me who will smile at this tender moment of shared mirth and then maybe we will fall in love. For your lack of respect to the candy clergy, I'm going to punish you by making all your siblings have photorealistic cocks that spunk icing sugar. Oh, for fuck's sake! Even I don't want a photorealistic cock. How is that an ironic punishment or something that I can learn a lesson from? It's not really. I just want to see it. (laughs) So I went back to my siblings, who were in even greater dismay as their real meat penises propelled them backwards around the grease-proof paper from the sheer (laughs) velocity of the gallons of icing jetted out from their purple bellends. My favourite bit of that sentence was when someone, about four words in, went, Oh, log. (laughs) Uh, also, that's someone who's pretty much been to every single live show that we've done. I fucking live for those moments. <laughs> <laughs> I live for you, boy. <laughs> oh, this is even worse, that my siblings screamed. No one will eat us now. No one will even want to nibble the delicious biscuit around that bit where the dick comes out. <laughs> because of all the pubes. 
And to be honest, the transition of biscuit to human dick meat is just fucking grim when it's at the 50-50 stage. <laughs> Fuck. I morosely mimed penetrative sex with the air around me again, but only a little bit, so it didn't look like I was dancing. There was only one thing for it. I was going to have to visit the sugar Satan. All right, I'm sugar Satan. <laughs> Guess what's in my rucksack? Wishes? You know, Zedario. <laughs> wish after wish. <laughs> Each more in line with your desires than the last, and none of them with any unexpected side effects or perilous provisos. Just tell me what you want, then I'll whip out a fat wish and park it in your corset. I want a drawing of a dick on me so I can make conga lines awkward. You don't need a wish for that. Oh, you're not going to tell me that the dick was inside me all along, are you? Of <laughs> course I'm not. How would that even work? I don't know. It just felt like the way this was going. No, you need a wish. You don't need a wish. You need a pen. And so it was. I went to the shop, bought a pen and drew this amazing dick on my tummy. And ever since then, I've been able to mind bumming anything I goddamn please. (laughs) (laughs) The the real moral of the story is that... Capitalism always provides. You don't always need wishes. (laughs) And that's a real moral. Log, is this your excuse, though, in the bar afterwards? You can just go around miming bumming behind people. Wearing that suit. If I can commit to wearing this until the end of the night, yes. That makes sense. Otherwise, just know that I'm wearing it under my jeans and T-shirt, and I'll still mind bumming you. (laughs) Anyway, this... I've... Yeah, that's all. (laughs) Speech is done. (laughs) Although, next year, when it's time for spooky... Crooky Deville, whatever my name is again. Maybe I'll tell you how I got this tit on my back. <laughs> I'm just going to restore myself. <laughs> good day. I no, you got to sit. I feel like you should sit like that now. That's punishment. <laughs> okay, I like I'll it. Sit here then. It's like morph suit it's with a really cravat. Nice. It's a good look. The ironic thing is, there's a picture of me drawing that tit on your back. Where I am, I'm in bumming you. <laughs> That's extremely true. Can I have the uh, phone jack, please? Not to lift the curtain too much, but I need it. I feel like that's for the right. whole feature. I enjoyed that log. I feel like it might have partially damaged my brain, but uh, it was good. I'm just, yeah, I, I'm good just film, Matt. Cross my just legs. Oh, I just remembered. Yeah, no, remember that. You will not forget that. Image. Remembered what? The image log. Right, that's enough. (laughs) This this has been very silly. I don't like it at all. And as such, I've got a documentary that I made. And it's a documentary called The Forgotten Mambos. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. Is it all the Mambos except number five? Mambo number five. <laughs> <laughs> New Bigger hasn't had applause like that for fucking years, let me tell you. We all know Mambo number five. But have you ever wondered what those four preceding Mambos were? <laughs> Log? Yes. I did. So I... 
<laughs> so I put on my journalism underwear and my biggest hat, and I knocked down some doors to just find out what the fuck was going on with all those mambos. <laughs> to understand the forgotten mambos, numbers one through four, we have to understand their creator, the mysterious Lou Bega. Born Louise Jonjo Shelby Baker in Mainz, Germany, early school reports to a point to a single fact. Baker was only interested in one thing. He makes it very difficult for me to teach mathematics, reads one teacher's comments. Because Are you he doing ke- a voice? Yes. Are you doing a German voice? No, it's not German. All right. Just stick to Monty Python, mate. Because he keeps playing <laughs> trumpet very powerfully. He can literally push his desk across the room with a single musical blast. Baker's trumpet playing and his love of preceding any trumpet playing by saying trumpet became the cornerstone (laughs) (laughs) became the cornerstone of the world's starriest mambo career. Many point to Baker's joint major in haberdashery and mambo studies at Yale University as the birth of the world's greatest mamboneer. But truly, his work started much earlier. Chapter one, baby's first mambo. (laughs) Oh my god, we're just at chapter one. This is the best. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Written by a four-year-old beggar, Mambo Number 1, then known simply as The Mambo, is the green shoot from which a big brassy oak would one day grow, all its acorns with little fedoras instead of those barky caps. Having, lis- oh, sorry. <laughs> Having travelled to the arse end of Mainz, I found this cassette recording in a ruined house littered with empty brasso cans, <laughs> its walls covered in what are unmistakably trumpet scorches. <laughs> Listening to the youthful Mambo on the cassette, it's hard to imagine... No, it's not hard to imagine how it came to be in that state. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number one. (laughs) Trumpet. Joe, this is too good. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, you didn't say that. Why are you so positive about his sound clips? <laughs> you could, there's a few more, it's fine. Mambo number one is a banger. Granted, it doesn't bear a great deal of direct similarity to its famous fifth incarnation, but we can draw a clear line from those mighty honks to the sexual rap of this four-year-old's destiny. But there was still a long way to go. Chapter two, the Mambo who would be king. <laughs> Baker wouldn't self-mambo for another 15 years. Sure, he played other people's mambos and studied them at Yale University and talked about them to his manboys. (laughs) But make them? No, sir. In 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 talking with his classmates, all of whom have since moved away from the mambo in deference to their mambo mate, it became clear that this was a calculated mambo move. Baker returned with Mambo number two at the age of 19. It was a shock to the system and could have changed the very fabric of Mambo itself were it not for one fatal flaw. See if you can spot it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number two. <laughs> this one goes out 
that green piece of shit in a can. Sunny day, sweeping the clouds away. On my way to where the air is sweet. Can you tell me how to get, how to get to Sesame Street? The trumpet! Trumpet! Is that your laugh or is? Oh, that's, that's his. That's his. <laughs> While no doubt a brass-hard fusion Mambo banger, all of Mambo No. 2's lyrics are from the theme song to Sesame Street. <laughs> the iconic children's show's infamously hawkish lawyers, Grover Grover Mihailovich and Hoots the Owl, <laughs> wasted no time in indicting Baker. Baker's defense that he was, and I quote, always cleaning my trumpet in the morning, which is when I assume Sesame Street is on, <laughs> did not wash, and he was sent to Alcatraz. <laughs> this, as it turns out, was a mistake for it was within the walls of the island prison that he learned a new and dangerous note. <laughs> When's this going to Netflix? <laughs> if law can get a fucking show on Netflix, we can. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Chapter three, the forbidden Mambo. Mambo number three, or as the German authorities now refer to it, Deva Boten Mambo. <laughs> <laughs> Reports of what happens at performances of this song vary wildly, with only one consistent element. Everyone who hears the song, bar Bega, leaves the show with their clothes on backwards, even their shoes. Some say that any item made of metal will begin to lightly float by the second verse. Others insist that Bega's form is replaced with that of their most abusive relative, who does a cruel jig. Others say that the trumpet is a distraction, and that if you look closely, every one of Baker's paws is in fact a near-microscopic mouth, ululating inhumanly to create the noise. One person, who would not be named, said a whole human shit flew out of an air-conditioning unit onto their shoulder during the final note, but admitted this could be a coincidence. What follows is the only known recording, made by accident when a father tried to film his son drinking his first pint near a performance in a gazebo. I warn you that some may find this audio disturbing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number three. I wish I had my little gingerbread hat back on so yeah. you didn't know I was enjoying this so much. <laughs> <laughs> Sheet music for Dear Verboten Mambo scrawled down the length of a bog roll and rolled back up the opposite way as Disguise has been selling it for up to 2 million euro on the dark web. It's a little known fact that the list of women's names Lou Bega uses in Mambo Number no. 5's chorus is in fact an in memoriam list. <laughs> <laughs> 
Monica, Erica, Rita, Tina, Sandra, Mary, and Jessica were tragically killed by being turned all inside out during number number three's first outing. But before number five, there was another number. That number, the fourth number, is the number four. (laughs) Chapter four. It is time for Mambo number four. Chastened and enwisened by his lethal errors in Mambo, Baker adopted a new persona for his next incarnation. Taking on the mantle of El Nino del Mambo de la Comprensión, translated literally as the small male Mambo child of understanding, (laughs) Baker subverted Mambo's wild exuberance and sought to create a song that laid bare the endless dance of war and lust in the male psyche. Here it is. Quite long. (laughs) If people have footage of us drinking and doing this, are we in trouble? It's like, what if we all salute? (laughs) (laughs) I know one salute that'll get us in trouble. Don't you shake your head. Wait for the drop. Wait for the drop. I'm just waiting for... Trumpet! Yo, that's fucking naughty, man. Mambo number four was another mistake. (laughs) Receiving daily threats from war widows and the impotent, Beggar became a recluse, cultivating the shadowy persona we know and love today. It gave him time to work on what would become his masterpiece. Epilogue. (laughs) We know what came next. Mambo number five arrived with only the fanfare it created with all its many trumpets. And yet... It made the world dance. Borders between countries were eliminated, and all the trees died. (laughs) Baker himself retired back to Mainz, living a humble life with his mother, Zoe Wannabaker, on an island. He died in 2009. (laughs) No. (laughs) Slow burns. He died in 2009, a man rich in spirit and richer in money. There were rumors, of course, that Baker self-recorded a Mambo number 6. We've all read the theories that it involved a choir of children on the doomed Malaysia Airlines Flight 370. (laughs) That it made the moon get closer. And that the famous deep ocean mambo rig Bega built in the Atlantic actually covers a hole to nowhere. I'll leave those questions for Interpol. For us, those simple mambo fans who owe Bega a great debt, what can I say that means more than what Bega wrote himself? And I quote, So what can I do? I really beg you, my lord. To me, flirting is just like a sport. Anything fly, it's all good. Let me dump it. Please, set in. The the trumpet! (laughs) That's the Forgotten Mambos. (laughs) 
That's that was that was too good. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't even get on stage at the right time. <laughs> Steve's in Ecuador. <laughs> uh, done it. Pete. <laughs> oh, Good night. We've got another feature. Sorry, guys. It's all right. If there's anyone on this stage tonight, they can go after that. It's it's lock. <laughs> uh, you guys know how much I love boots. Wait, boots, boots, boots. I'm always going on about me boots. <laughs> oh, shoes, well, like not the meal pharmacy. Deal. No, 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 not the pharmacy. The things that I all wear. Right. Come on. Uh, so I bought some new ones recently, and I thought the only thing that I can possibly do with the old ones yeah. is, <laughs> that's the two people who didn't want to be here. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine said, like, oh, she's gone. Oh. Sierra Nevada. Li- just <laughs> <laughs> literally as good a response as I've ever got, love. <laughs> Uh, a friend of mine said, oh, if you've got new boots, you know what you should do with the old ones? Sell them on eBay. They were, no, this is a thing. What, selling things on eBay that you don't no, want anymore? Selling, <laughs> selling really old, worn boots on eBay. Is it a sex thing? How worn? Fucking selling. <laughs> <laughs> is that foreshadowing? <laughs> What's going on? Very. Uh, so a friend of mine, basically, she, she said like, what she does with all of her old shoes is to stick them on eBay because there's a huge market for people who want to buy... It is a sex thing, isn't it? Old sh- it might not be a sex thing. It's a sex thing. It might not be a sex thing. It is. We've all seen Mindhunter and a man wanking into a shoe. <laughs> it's a sex thing. Um, so she said, oh, you should definitely sell these on eBay. So I've had them for three months. I haven't seen my I haven't. Does someone wank into a shoe? Oh, a man wanks into a shoe about episode six is wicked. Stop spoiling what? television for me. Sorry. <laughs> Do you see it coming out at the end? <laughs> nah, he's turned away. <laughs> it drops down and goes into the, like, the soul. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's like David Fincher. He flies in. into the jizz. <laughs> or like the beginning of Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this anyway. is jokes for us, apparently. Yeah. No one's watched Fight Club. I've not seen it yet. Um, so I made a page to sell my old boots. The headline, Dr. Martin, size 11, used, bargain. Uh, <laughs> with two photos of the boots, because at the time I still wanted to sell these. I like that you're um, using eBay in 2007. <laughs> <laughs> AAA seller, fast delivery. Uh, bargain. Boots. You forgot that I, know, I you put wrote bargain. bargain in capitals. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. yeah. It's all in capitals. <laughs> can you do? Can you do that in the voice you usually do these scripts? In? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I might be able to. Actually, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, so I had two photos of boots. One from above. One from the side. As I said, I'm still slightly interested in selling these boots. <clears throat> uh, this is the description of the boots. After almost three years with these babies, I'm selling them. I've had nothing but joy with them, and there's an a- there's an asterisk after them. Ever since my ex-girlfriend bought them for me as a Christmas gift. I don't want to throw them out, but I also don't want to keep them. So if you fancy having them on your feet, get them bought before somebody else does. Now, wait. That's it, Chris. You actually wrote those words. Yeah. (laughs) Headline, I actually wanted to sell them. By this point, I thought, I don't know what to write. Uh, Then I put the asterisk. Obviously, when I say I've had nothing but joy, I mean the boots themselves have been great. But to be honest, I've had quite a difficult three years. <laughs> in some, I'm not doing the voice anymore, I can't be asked. Uh, in some respects, but hand on my heart, I can say 
that ain't the boots' fault. <laughs> um, so I got very little activity. I got n- like pretty much no messages from that. And I kind of was like, because she said she gets a lot of mad messages. That level of overshare is more gumtree. Yeah, I, it's I more think gumtree, it's like, to be honest. fucking about like, People well. come around to your house and they pick something up and they tell you exactly what's going on with their life and why they've got it. And you're like, yeah. have you got 15 quid? <laughs> uh, so I got one message um, from a guy called Loathsome Diff. Loathsome Dilf? Uh, diff. Okay. Uh, who said, okay. logs out. I'll, st- I'll, stop. <laughs> I'll sit, sit back down again then. <laughs> he said, when was the last time you wore the boots? So I replied, well, I'm wearing them now. They're fucking class. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't I? You'd have to wrestle them from my feet. <laughs> <laughs> On collection and fight. <laughs> But I obviously won't be wearing them when I send them, though. Uh, he he didn't reply. And I, so I asked my mate, like, what does she usually put on as, like, a headline description for her boots? And um, I showed her mine. And I had a text back from her. Her name is Karis. and said, well, that's obviously taking the piss, isn't it? <laughs> and bearing in mind, as someone who sells used Primark shoes, I just found and I'm out taking my, a piss. I'm sorry, I just found out my... Costume has got a dick. I said you had that earlier, and you <laughs> shut me down. <laughs> so I can have a. I can just play with myself while you talk. I mean, you can do that anyway. again for the people here for the first time. You're having a nice time. <laughs> um, so I, I googled some stuff about what people were doing, and I found an eBay community post which said things you should never put in the headline of eBay listings. So I looked for, through for the shoes bits, and one of the things that was about shoes, said you should never, ever use the words well-worn. Apparently, that's a, that's a big thing for the sexy shoe community. Um, another person put, always put photos from below the knee. It's apparently above the knee attracts the wrong kind of shoe people. Well, yeah, got, if you take, presumably, if you're taking photos above the knee, you're not showing them the shoes. Shoes anymore. <laughs> just, just, I mean, this lovely, Do lovely I get thighs. the knee? <laughs> Beautiful thighs, but can I have a look at the boots? Uh, and also, another one said, never say that they're your, they're your favorite shoes. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Uh, and, another, and the last one said, refrain from using the word request when mentioning people getting in touch. Always say to contact you if they have a question. Never request. Oh, man. So I took that into consideration, and I updated my listing. I've uh, now got an image of you, like, scantily clad, wearing boots <laughs> and sending someone photos. That's my, my he- fault. That's my, just my fault. My headline uh, was, my favourite Dr. Martin boots for sale, well-worn send requests. <laughs> <laughs> and, the f- and the photo is quite clearly me on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, it's a photo from like here <laughs> with my boots on the toilet. All right, it's no longer my fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, they went for a fucking princely <laughs> sum. <laughs> so I, I did actually get a few messages on this. Uh, one of them, I've changed his name because, like, this is obviously a kink, and I'm not kink shaming anyone here. Uh, we'll call him Colin the Boot King. <laughs> Colleen the Shoe Queen. <laughs> How close are we talking? Uh, pretty fucking close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Colin says, Hi, very interested in the boots. Nothing else. That's it. That's all he says. So I assume either it's being cut off or he's sending out so many messages. It's basically like the Tinder equivalent of just saying hi. 
Or he's just, just seen like, them on a train just as soon as he's about to go in a tunnel. Like, fuck! <laughs> 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 he's gotta know! <laughs> this is me. Hi, Colin. I'm very interested that you're interested in my favourite boots. <laughs> Let me know if you have any questions about them. From Gav. P.S. Did I mention they are well-worn? <laughs> and I've said questions there instead of requests. Could you go play a little bit hard to get, guys? <laughs> Don't give it all away. That's why I know about eBay. Colin says, how long have you been wearing the boots? This year, I saw you say, I didn't say hello or anything. I said, I would say I've been wearing them pretty much every day since my ex bought them for me almost three years ago. Colin messaged back, your ex bought them for you. And I said, well, they weren't my ex at the time that they bought them, but yeah, how can I help you? <laughs> Get into the shop bit now, because uh, I'm a shop owner. <clears throat> he says, can I have a photo of you holding them? I would say... I want to see the photo you sent. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Earlier, I sent a message going, oh, can we have pictures up on there? And Matt, very well, talked me out of this, saying, like, obviously, you guys are amazing, but there's, like, six to 8,000 people who listen to this podcast at home who won't get to see it. Um, I prefer you to... I mean, little did I know that this was going to happen. (laughs) Do what I... I do. Last time I did this, I sent... I spoke 8, out bit- text messages. I, sp- <laughs> I spoke out a bitly link that people could check out my pictures of clown eggs That's while I was listening yeah, live. Yeah. I'm not. Well, if you've been present on the WhatsApp, then we could have solved this problem. Uh, Just yeah. candidly describe it. I don't. No, come on, I'm the car. I, 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 no, I'm not going to show you the photo, but I will tell you a thing. So anyway, he asked me for he asked me for a picture, and before I message him, I swear to God, I have never moved so quickly to take a photo. Like, and this is like when girls message me, I've moved quicker to, you know, I go, oh yeah, I can get you a photo of that. That's fine. I've got that. <laughs> but this guy messaged me and I run into the toilets at work and I was like, <laughs> like almost dropped the phone. But I texted well, Sorry. I, so I've been at work while you did this. Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't you telling me? I would have taken that picture. Surprise. You would have reacted. Surprise. <laughs> um, but I messaged him back. I was playing it cool. And uh, anyone who does online dating, you should also play a call. I said, what for? What do you want the photo for? He said, I just wanted to see them. So I said, well, I feel a bit strange about doing that. How about I send you a photo of me with my fist inside one of the shoes? (laughs) (laughs) Man, that's a good compromise. Matt, you have so much to answer for that we can't see that. <laughs> oh, to be fair, I could put all these up. I'll do yeah, that. Yeah, just put them online. Yeah, yeah. Bitly, mate. So <laughs> he, he just <laughs> slash gav shoe. <laughs> he just messaged me back saying, "Yeah, okay." And I sent, <laughs> I sent him a photo, which is basically me with my fist in one shoe and my other hand doing a thumbs up. Yeah, do it now. Do it now. We, can, we haven't got photos. That's my fault. No, I can't. I'll can't. do it with my fucking shoe. On, you do I'm, I'm to blame. No, so. I'll, yeah. I'll do it in your shoe. Oh, Are you Colin? Yeah, Hello, Colin. You've got to do a thumbs up as well. Synergy. So I sent him that, essentially. <laughs> uh, and I said, Are you having this? Really warm shoes, Matt. Let let me know if you have any other requests. But now that I've got you, what kind of smell are you looking for? (laughs) I've got you. Because I've got to be honest, Colin, these honk a bit. I didn't know you were going to have honk in yours. It's good. Uh, 
Not sure if you're in the market for a couple of honkers. If you are, you've come to the right place. <laughs> really get into this sh- like there were swans shoe as well, they honk. Yeah. It's all together. The honk cast. It's almost like we planned it all, which that we took, haven't. That took me way too long oh. to work out, so I ruined the flow. <laughs> so I'll just keep... Colin, right, okay. sa- Colin says... <laughs> Colin says, haha, smell isn't an issue. And I say, what do you mean? Like, ever? Are you all right? <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> he said, Haha, I would expect them to smell if you warm them for three years. Can I ask, where did you get your tattoos? So obviously my hands are in the fucking thumbs up picture. So I said, prison, and I ate talking about it. <laughs> now what about these onking boots? <laughs> Colin says, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I feel bad for asking. I was just thinking of getting a tattoo. I was like, all right, fucking you get a lot Jeez. if you've got tattoos. People ask you about tattoos. So I you said, got your Simpsons fucking tattoos <laughs> yeah. in prison. Yeah. As if. <laughs> it, was before, it was before that. To be they fair, love that, Bill yeah. Murray in there. Um, <laughs> do me a cartoon. <laughs> He's... Yeah. Well, I, I've got his email address by this point, so some of it's through email. Well, you just so just for the benefit back. of the readers, the, he, the a reader, you just get their asks, email. You get their email address pretty early, pretty early on. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Pretty I'll, early I'll on. I'll if you are too early on, uh, <laughs> judging by this, Gav quickly makes <laughs> an email address called stinkman <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> I think yeah. Would you? I was just trying to let the readers at home know what the person in the audience just said because they've got a microphone. Oh, thank you. Well, <laughs> just, sorry. Um, so <laughs> let's not let's, let's just go ahead. Let's just power ahead anyway. <laughs> yeah. So he says, "Oh, sorry, I feel bad for asking. I was just thinking about getting a tattoo." And I said, "Well, Carl, if it ain't a tattoo about some boots, I'm afraid I can't help you." <laughs> so he says, "Haha, I'm interested in the boots. Can I ask, is your house a smoking household?" And I said, "Yes. yes. Wait, he's well said- smoking. Wooden floors, smeg fridge, the lot. Why?" <laughs> Ever seen the mask? Yeah. He's Colin says, "Haha, sorry, English isn't my first language." Oh. Don't what? What's wrong with that? Well, I don't know. It seems like you're making fun of him now. I'm not. That's what he said. Well, it does still seem that way. Do the <laughs> he goes on? Do the people who live in your house smoke? And I said, "Well, I don't, but I know my housemate housemate does when she's wrecked sometimes." It's all a laugh, though, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) He says, does she smoke in the house? I said, no, Colin, I don't think she does. But I do sometimes sit outside with my mates when they're smoking, so some smoke might have touched the boots, but it's not an extensive issue. And then I didn't get anything for a bit, and I thought, I fucked it. I was like, ah, shit, I had him for a bit. Um, so I sent him Did a message. Do you think he back. wanted less or more smoke? I don't know. This wanted, is the thing. He, he I went like he less. A cigar right? fetishist. Yeah. He, it sounded like he wanted. Cigars. No, I think I think he didn't want it to be in a smoking household. So the sh- the shoes would smell like if it wasn't in a smoking household, they would smell like shoes rather than smell like smoke. I'm thinking, That's why I think. I think it's a suited, booted skinhead who just wants to smoke a cigar while you suck his cock. <laughs> Interested. <laughs> Carry on. Have we got the video now? Um, <laughs> you guessed the Mambo thing and now this. <laughs> so I messaged him back. I said, they definitely don't smell of smoke, but I could wash them just in case if you like. And actually, thinking about that, stupid, because he comes back and says, 
Please don't wash them. I'm still interested. Just very busy. I've cut out some bits as well. He talks about like his work, and I think he's trying to. He's doing this like off a work network. So I don't know. So uh, that 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 happens a lot. Where he's like, I he doesn't mess me for a bit. That I mess him back something, and he keeps keeps saying, "Oh no, I was at work. Sorry, 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 sorry." I thought you were going to dox him then. Uh, <laughs> well, you don't know about the end. I've got a question. Did you actually want to sew your shoes, or did you just want a feature? I actually wanted to... Well, it was literally... It was a conversation with a friend of mine. She says, you know, I sell every single one of my pairs of shoes after I'm done with them, and I've made up to £65. Because I've got some proper honkers at home. Yeah. We'll have this, we'll have this conversation. Yeah, there. absolutely. No, no, no. You can do them if you're not doing a twat thing about them, which... And if you want, if you want me um, in a gingerbread costume modelling your shoes... <laughs> I'll do that. So he said, please don't wash them. I'm still interested, just very busy. I said, okay, brills, which I've never said before. Um, <laughs> brills for skills. <laughs> and then I said, also, I've never said this before. So what do you say? You want the boots? I want to sell the boots. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm just bored. I'm just bored with this. I want to sell the boots. He said, haha, okay. I have quite small feet. Would they be particularly big on a size 7? And I put in the description that they're a size 11. And I said, and I, said I reckon you could fit both your feet in them and jump about like Mario. That's he, a deep cut for a Mario reference. Mate, well, well done, I'm mate. glad you get this. because it. It's gonna go deeper. Oh, shit. Uh, he says, like who? I said, Super Mario, the Nintendo fella. He did that once, I think. Um, he says I don't remember that part of Super Mario well they're jumping around jumping around in a shoe in a big shoe yeah you did do that yeah listen so I said well it happened I'm not lying (laughs) I didn't get anything back for ages and I thought well I've lost this one and I had like four other ones going on that could have been this Um, so I said I just messaged him saying the first appearance of the Goomba or Kurabushu was in Super Mario Brothers 3, <laughs> where I'm pretty sure it was only in one level, but yeah, Mario could, Mario could jump about in it. After that, it was absent for 24 years, but then it came back for Paper Mario Sticker Star. Isn't that mad? <laughs> Mate, and it, like, I'm actually delighted that I got good, that reference. Good, it? <laughs> He's in an ice skating Super Mario 3D world. It's the next bit. Are you going to talk about No, that? no, no, no. <laughs> He doesn't really go for it, Joe. I'll be honest. Colin! But also, this is why I left the video games industry. <laughs> and look at him now. And went to run a pub. Uh, Colin says, I don't... I don't really... <laughs> no. Oh, no. You're, you're well, gingerbread Gabs, man is, Gab's is gingerbread being... lips are now over his eyes. His beard's poking out. I've gone, I've gone full gingerbread. <laughs> he looks like a broken shower toy. Hang on. Carry on, carry on talking, Gav. This is too visual. C- complete your feature. Okay. Colin says, You look like fucking Manhunter. I didn't say I'd stop. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a rejected wrestler. <laughs> Both professionally and personally. Yeah. It's quite hard to be moved. Every, everything's quite elasticated around me at the minute. Colin says, I don't really play computer games. And I say to him, 
Strangely enough, though, in Sticker Star, the boot never had the, <laughs> the boot never had the little wind-up key on it. Don't know why. Colin says, I'm a bit confused. What key? I said, uh, Colin, hello. Do you want to buy some boots? <laughs> he says, I am interested, but I'm looking into multiple boots at the moment. I said... Oh, I, I, <laughs> so, someone just said what? slut. <laughs> Don't kink shame that is, Colin. That is, I, no. I, I think calling someone a slut is actually slut shaming rather than kink yeah. shaming. Yeah. <laughs> Don't shame shame me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he says, I am interested, but I'm also looking to multiple boots at the moment. I said, I see how it is. <laughs> Well, I didn't know that was the situation. That's, that's cool. I'm totally fine about it. Colin says, are you London based? Could I come pick the boots up? Oh, here we go. Mamacita. The fun <laughs> mambo number six. <laughs> <laughs> I said, of course, but I warn you, I'm a hugger. <laughs> Holy shit. There is another podcast. <laughs> well, this is totally reversed. Colin says, Haha, are you now? Well, if I win them, can I pick them up? And I said, Colin, mate, you don't have to wait to win them. If you bring me 20 notes, you can have them. I had nothing for hours. <laughs> I was too excited. <laughs> so I messaged him back, which you should never do, saying, Hey, Colin. How you living, girl? (laughs) And do you know what, readers? He's here tonight! (laughs) I said, uh, still want to buy my boots or what? Colin said, sorry, I've been at work and they're not keen on me eBaying here. I was like, well, fucking no shit, Colin. (laughs) It's your fucking phone, Colin. Four other things. And he said, can I come and pick them up on Saturday, maybe? I said... How about Monday? No oh, way. <laughs> Colin! Colin said, perfect, what's your address? And I said, I've pasted the address below. The canal guy. Come, come through. I'm going to be sick. S- come, go straight upstairs. <laughs> I'll be in the top room from 7.30. It's 2 Delamere Terrace, W26ND. <laughs> An audience, do you know what address that is? Colin, are you here? Can we have the lights up, please? No. Where is he? There he is. Uh, <laughs> Colin! That's, uh, Take his boots off him. Commit to this and make him walk home. That's, that's actually just my friend, Rory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I explained to Colin what Regular Features Live was, and I genuinely, for a bit, I thought he was coming. Um, but I asked him to come tonight and explain everything about this as well. And I said, it's all a fucking piss take. And he said, I'm not sure. I think it would feel a bit weird. But thanks for the invitation. I look forward to hearing the podcast. Oh, Colin, mate. Oh, Colin. And I, I generally think if I send him this, he might come next month. So if I everyone... say he might finally buy my boots. <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I, th- I, feel, I, think... I feel like if everyone, if we end this with everyone saying, we love you, Colin, this is a safe space. Think... Gav's not going to murder you. Gav, fucking take the money out of the Patreon for your boots and send them to Colin. Yeah. 
Mm. I think he deserves them. Mm, yeah, no. I think that's a great idea. Uh, oh, yeah, I cut out the bit where Colin said he would give me 200 notes for them. Oh, fuck that. In that case. <laughs> so, yeah. everyone, if we could end this week's podcast by saying, Colin, this is a safe space. Please come next month and we won't murder you. Colin, please come next month. This is a safe space and we won't murder you. If you can try and not sound like fucking serial killers right. when you do it, that would be wicked. There's nothing more beautiful fucking than humans psychos. unified, you know? Yeah. One spirit, one love. It was love. like the star-spangled banner in here. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing grace. Uh, thank you very much. That was Regular Features Live. Ah. Um, we're going to hang about downstairs and get wrecked up. Um, brilliant. Cheers. Love you, bye. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming. Can you play Mambo number five on your phone? I can can dance to it.